1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Celtic leave Ibrox with the points and the bragging rights after the first old firm meeting of the season. Rangers now look to bolster their team with the permanent signing of Ryan Kent and with the transfer deadline looming Greg Taylor from Cormarnock to Celtic, another one to look out for. I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Alex Ray and Hugh Evans. We are now involved
2: in a game of premiership poker with multi-million pound chips on the card table. Celtic win convincingly at Ibrox and up the ante in the league. Rangers break the bank for Ryan Kent the very next day. Then Celtic bring in Greg Taylor. This is a fight to the finish to win or prevent nine in a row. And there's another transfer window to come in January. This, Alec, is a card school for high rollers.
3: Yeah, it was a really good uh, weekend, Hugh. The bragging rights go to Celtic. we will be discussing team selection, referee performances. Uh, uh you know, did really well getting her first win under Alessio. Motherwell, back-to-back ones, humbling the hoops, uh, humbling the uh, hibs. And you also have, uh, you know, pressure on Hickenbottom, Levine, and uh, a really good uh, performance by Livingston again
1: The number you need tonight is 0141 951 1025 And if you would rather tweet Then we're at Clyde SSB I mean if possible we'll start on yesterday's game Then we'll look at the transfer window But those two things might be indivisible I don't know We'll find out as the evening progresses Celtic fans, where did it go right? Rangers fans, where did it go wrong? It's as simple as that to kick us off 0141 one zero two five. Uh, I know it doesn't seem like a normal Monday because no. we had such a uh, hysteria yesterday. But nevertheless, your result of the weekend, Hugh Kevens? My result of the weekend would be uh, Celtic going to
2: Ibrox and winning two nil when they had been written off by everyone, myself included. Let it be said, uh, and uh, winning convincingly with a back four, finishing the game with a quartet of players who had never played. In a Rangers Celtic game before So that's my result of the weekend Alex Ray Your result of the weekend
3: Yeah you'd have to say Celtic I think being the underdogs uh, uh, or By the bookies and so forth They come out and prove their point uh, they got the Worthy three points uh, Goal of the weekend I'm just trying to yeah, What's your bins. goal of the weekend um, I'm trying to think I'd say Edwards Just because it was uh, Such an important goal okay. yeah.
2: Hugh Kevins. Yeah I'd agree with Edwards Oh for goodness sake You can't yeah. both pick the same result yeah, And the same can't goal can remember any Come either. on <laughs> no, no, You see the, the thing is That Dundee United
1: win a derby By six goals to two Motherwell 3-0 against Hibbs There must be some other Notable mentions For result of the weekend We live in a democracy Other football exists You know Denniston and Drumchapel Have spoken Come on Thought it was pretty clear You couldn't choose the same one As each other But you've well, thrown look, it back In, t- in terms
3: face. of significance uh, I said earlier on About uh, Alessio 1-0 command. That is massive for him Because if he lost the into an international uh, Break Then the pressure was on there as well
1: 0141 Let's hear from you then Where did it go right and wrong For your team yesterday And we'll be keeping an eye On the transfers The news As it stands Rangers have agreed a £7 million deal For Ryan Kent Just trying to thrash out the personal terms Uh, Greg Taylor from Comarnock to Celtic Is one that's been rumbling along There was a stage this afternoon Where it looked less likely It's now swinging back towards More likely, we understand So uh, we'll keep an eye on that And we'll get your thoughts on all the transfer dealings A bit later on in the show Uh, Let's hear from Neil Lennon He's calling it a perfect performance At Ibrox yesterday Watson uh, Edward latched onto Mikey Johnson pass to score first Johnny Hayes rounded off a counter-attack to seal the game And delight his manager
4: Yeah, it was a perfect performance from start to finish We were outstanding We were an afterthought coming into this fixture I was an afterthought My board were an afterthought It was all about the opposition and what they were going to do to us And we didn't listen to any of you We stayed strong, we played brilliantly Even in your promo for the game, Charles, there's no picture of me It's all about Stephen It's really nice of you I feel like Brooks Koepka here so we came here to win. We came here to be strong. First half we bossed it. Brown, outstanding. He's another one that's been written off by the way. Bollangoli, Julianne, outstanding performances. And I've got a front four who are a handful for any team. I thought we deserved to win the game by more. I think the second goal was the icing on the cake. I think we defended strongly when we needed to. El Hatem, a great performance, you know, coming in from the cold. But the personality and the character and the strength of the team was evident today when everyone, including some of our own supporters, had written us all off. So we are very, we're proud. We take the three points. Psychologically, it's a nice win for us, and we move on. You know, you take pride in in clean sheets. We looked strong. Julian was dominant when he needed to be, and he was ably backed up by Beton, and that was a real Big loss for us sort of crucial time in the game, but El Hatem, or sorry, Hatem stepped in and did a, a marvellous job in both positions. And, and Bower came on and did a, a great job at right back. So, yeah, I mean, and Cham, when he came on, he showed how special a player he can be. But, you know, Johnston, Austin Edward, Christie, Brian McGregor, yeah, amazing players for this club. You know, I don't want to wax too lyrical about them, but they did a, a really professional, top quality job today.
1: Just a bit of breaking transfer news Celtic fans Ewan Henderson Has joined Ross County On loan Until the end of the season So played a decent amount of football Last year The youngster uh, Come through the academy His younger brother Of Liam of course He will now head north To Dingwall And spend the rest of the season At Ross County On yesterday Just simply because We heard from Neil Lennon Let's stay specific To what Celtic did well We'll look at Rangers in in isolation In a second What did Celtic do well What did you make of What Neil Lennon had to say there Uh, He got it all off his chest And uh,
2: all the I would say that You should uh, accept victory With good grace But He's gone there And he's been unhappy With what has been said About him and about his players Uh, You know We all know Social media And when Neil Lennon Was appointed In the Immediate aftermath Of Brendan Rodgers Going to Leicester uh, there were Celtic supporters who said he was a downgrade. There were Rangers supporters who said it was the best signing that uh, they could have made for Rangers. Uh, and he got it all off his chest yesterday because what did he do right? He did everything right. His team selection was right. His tactics were right. His kickoff plan was right. And when he made
1: his substitutions, he got those right as well. He did everything Right, that's why Celtic won On a footballing sense, Alex In terms of that 90 minutes What did Celtic do well? What were the positives?
3: Uh, I think the goal obviously Is the turning point for me, Gordon I think up until that point 30 minutes I was looking at both sets of players There was nothing to write home about In terms of goal mouth action Uh, They were really cancelling each other out Scrappy game And, uh, you know, the goal uh, That the Rangers give away Is amateur hour To give away the ball And then try and gamble to step up uh, you can't allow players of Edwards class In the ball through uh, Because the whole complexion changes in And when Neil talks about his game plan It worked a treat Because Rangers had to then go and start chasing the game Celtic were always kind of kind of resolute and dogged And when I say that I mean that with great respect In terms of Johnson, Christie, Forrest Were not great offensively But in the terms of the team shape They were absolutely excellent And you always felt as if there was going to be a second one Gordon And if it wasn't for Alan McGregor They would have got it a bit earlier uh, ultimately, came in the dying uh, minutes of the game.
1: One four one nine five one one zero two five at Clyde SSB on Twitter. Let's start getting your reaction. Martin is a Celtic fan. First up, what did you make of it, Martin?
5: Well, I, ph- I phoned in last week
6: to back my manager because I was fed up with the Celtic fans. The way they were getting on his back, and I think he's due a lot of apologies off a lot of Celtic fans.
2: I don't think he'll get them uh, Because those who say these things Martin then deny that they said them uh, So you won't get any apology from anyone well,
1: To be fair I think we had one yesterday already We had a caller on saying I doubted Celtic I thought we would lose I no, hope my hands yeah, up
2: But he also stated that he was a Neil Lennon fan And had been from the outset uh, So I, I do think that Neil Lennon was entitled To get things off his chest yesterday Martin um, In the uh, immediate aftermath of such a convincing win uh, and now you can see what's going on here. You know, Celtic have a, uh, agreed a fee for Greg Taylor. Rangers have agreed a fee for Ryan Kent. This is a fight to the last day, and uh, that January
1: transfer window might yet come into play as well. Martin, did you always have faith that when you saw the team lines coming out? At, you know, eleven o'clock yesterday morning, you saw. No Christopher I are a bit of an inexperienced back four in, in, in this fixture Some guys who perhaps have had criticism as well did, did you fear the worst at that stage? Did the guys surprise you? Or were you always confident they can do the business?
6: I was always confident I genuinely couldn't understand how Rangers were favourites the Same with Neil thought as well We scored more goals than anybody else Granted, we're defence <laughs> Leaked a few goals in Europe I think we've been outstanding I I genuinely don't understand Where the the hype is with Rangers Because I think They're still miles behind us
1: When you look at positives For Celtic Alex Yeah Julian Question marks before it Strolled the game Ball and Golly Question marks before it Strolled the game El Hamed Who has Been impressive But he's been out injured Came back in Not only strolled it At right back But at centre back as well So there were a, A lot of Good performances back then. Yeah, uh,
3: when well, you are know, good guys are making a debut from a Rangers perspective, you're trying to put them under pressure. Gordon at no stage throughout that game with the guys actually tested, and they all stood up to the mark. And some, and uh, you know, I think that's a disappointing thing. Rangers fans were get into that game with expectations. They felt as if they could do it, and I think you know because of the bookies favourites, some people tipping them. Uh, they just did not live up to the hype, and uh, you know, these guys actually cantered it because they were not tested at any point.
1: And how much Martin is on Edward proving to be a man for the big occasion? You just seem to fancy him, don't you, when he's in front of goal in these types of situations. Well, to be honest, I want to be Edward. <laughs> Hugh Keevens, uh, did you get the reference? It's a, it's a popular yeah, song. Yeah, it's a song. I yeah, just wondered, yeah. you looked at me as if what on earth? No, is no, 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 I
2: just thought that Martin should have complimented his player rather than. Given as a reference to some song or other. Uh, Edward, that will one day go for the kind of money that Kieran Tierney went for. Uh, he has scored five goals against Rangers. Five and eight, now. yeah. Yeah. Uh, and grows with uh, every passing month, matures as a player, looks top drawer now.
3: I think when you watch Edward, uh, when he first came into the club, Gordon, he was more or less operating off the left hand side because Dembele was through the middle. And when he went up front, I still thought he'd a a good bit to get to the Dembele level. But the more I watch the player, he is maturing really well. And it's interesting because he's developing into a guy who is actually starting to get all the uh, assets and contributes to bringing in the other three who are normally behind him, which was uh, Johnson, Christie and Forrest yesterday. And he is pivotal to them. And I'll throw this out there early donors. Uh, He... Uh, there's three strikers, so you've got Bio, Christie, and Edward
1: Griffiths and Edward. So, so Griffiths,
3: yeah. and so you 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 look at that, and you would say that Edward is the number one. Adversely, when you look at the other side of the coin, you would say Morelos is number one, and that was a big surprise for me yesterday. Mm. He did not start.
1: Uh, Stephen Gerrard was expecting a lot more from his players in the first big derby of the season Jermaine Defoe was preferred to Alfredo Morelos No recognised wide players either were picked by the Rangers boss
7: Yeah I was expecting a lot more I think to to win against any good team Especially in an old firm You've, you've got to have the majority of players at it But unfortunately today across the board we weren't good enough Really there's only John Flanagan who I think can be really proud of his performance so you, you can't expect to beat a good team or win an old firm when the majority of your players are off it. We don't give ourselves the favourites tag or the underdogs tag. We, we just prepare for, for a game of football. That's for other people to judge and have their opinion and debate on it. We knew we had to perform close to our maximum today to, to, to get any kind of result. Certainly a positive one and the truth is we never did that. Celtic have come here with, with an intention. You could see it from the first kick of the ball to, to play for territory and, and really press us. And um, they've been very effective at it. We, they've played direct more often than not and then we haven't been able to handle that. When you analyse the first half, we actually had the best chance at the first half with the and we had a half chance with as header. I don't think it was a first half full of quality from either team. We've gifted them a goal Um, which is uncharacteristic in terms of me two centre-backs. One's made a mistake, one's tried to play offside. Um, So we've actually gifted them the lead at half-time. So then we've obviously got a bigger task and a a harder challenge. And and We huffed and puffed second half, but again, the 45 minutes in the second half weren't enough to get back in the game or go on to win it. The gap's the gap. The gap's three points. Seven points this time last year. We're competing against a, a, a very good team, an effective team. So we, we know what we've got to do. Today has gone against us and there's a blow and a, a tough one to take, but we, we'll have a bit of a break now. There's internationals going off and we'll, we'll come back and, and try and begin another uh, another run where we can go on a lot of wins and stay with it as long as we can.
1: Stephen and Govan, where did it go wrong from a Rangers perspective yesterday? Uh,
6: Morelos. I think the team that finished the game on the night should have started said it to Celtic they beat Rangers how Rangers beat Celtic twice last year so that's it there's no question that Rangers were poor but my point is
8: uh,
6: a couple of things with Bobby Madden how there's no much difference between Callum McGregor's tackle that he never even gets spoke to compared to Jones Ryan Jack's tackle um, and when Scott Arfield pulls in Cham you watch it and Cham kicks back out at him and Bobby Madden Madden's standing five yards away from him and that's when he issues his first yellow card.
2: Well, I think you're trying hard here, but uh, Bobby Madden had nothing to do with the outcome of the game. Uh, the Jordan Jones challenge, and you're dignifying it by using a word like challenge, the, the, the Jordan Jones assault on uh, Moritz Bauer uh, was laughable and you saw the reaction of uh, Stephen Gerrard and Touchline. the way he shook his head in dismay uh, I thought that and I said it at the time on yesterday's programme I thought Ryan Jack's uh, challenge uh, on Bolingoli was very naughty I thought he could have been red carded for it uh, and I do agree that Callum McGregor got away with two mm. things he got away with the challenge uh, and they also got away with a dive which could have been another yellow card. So Callum McGregor got away with it, uh, but Bobby Madden did what he had to do with Jordan Jones and didn't do what he should have done with Ryan Jack.
3: Well, it's interesting when you when you listen to the perspective there because I agree. I, I think Ryan Jack was borderline in terms of you know, if he'd have given a, a yellow card, I don't think anybody would have me. If he'd have given a red, people would have gone mad saying it, would, it was never. Do you think so? But, you, in terms of I, I, I
1: thought when you said They're both Borderline means that Probably you wouldn't be surprised If it was a yellow no, well, But you also wouldn't be surprised If it was I'm, a red
3: Sorry that's but what I actually meant That If it was a yellow You'd have went Fair enough It's a it's a fair call If it was a red You'd have been gone Oh I'm not too sure You know I, I, And that magnitude of that game And I agree with you In terms of the two yellow cards uh, You know The first one and, and I hear this Time after time In terms of Oh it's, it's so early in the game I don't yep. quite buy into that one I've seen yellow cards given after a couple of minutes In these fixtures And I thought he was very lenient throughout. Um, I think the second one when he dives, there's still a good period of the game to go. So there could have been a factor where that might have benefited Rangers in terms of numerical order. But
1: when you look back to last year... Those ones are difficult, aren't they? Because if Callum McGregor's on a yellow, does he dive?
3: No, no, but the only thing we can comment on the individual As incidents We yeah. can only comment afterwards In terms of He's missed two in my opinion mm. Where it would have resulted It seemed in the a pretty
1: clear side. tactic though From Bobby Madden And I'm not saying that makes it okay yeah. But the fact that there is one Clear for both sides Ryan Jack's tackle yeah. Callum McGregor's tackle It is blatantly It was clearly a deliberate yeah. thing to, to let Let these things go In a way that you perhaps Wouldn't do in another game I, I, And I, 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 like I say That's not me Agreeing with that yeah. up, But, but I just it was pretty of, obvious wasn't I, it I, Without a shadow of
3: doubt Gordon it, 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 See for Jack and uh, McGregor to get away with no sanction in either one It's if that, I think that's people's mm. issue Because again Ryan Jack would be on a tight rope at that stage as well Gordon So that you have to referee the game according
1: to the laws Now to be fair there will be games where we will pour over different yeah. refereeing decisions I don't think yesterday was one of those no. games where we can get too bogged down in it Stephen started off by yeah. talking about Morelos that, that was the decision which cost Rangers in his mind How yeah. did it impact the game Alex?
3: Uh, I I thought uh, For me You have to play Your best players In these fixtures And I think It's well known In my opinion anyway That Morelos Is the number one Striker at Rangers If you're talking about value I think if you can back Ten years ago It's a different conversation As it stands today Morelos is the number one People were talking about At 11 o'clock In terms of When you've seen The team sheets When we spoke about this A few weeks ago With Kludge When when we uh, turned out uh, Callum McGregor Was it left back People get a lift in that I think when people seen that Morelos The Rangers fans were going Why is he no playing? Because we spoke about it on Saturday I said that Flanagan would come in at left back I also said that uh, Morelos was a stick on And uh, so I think that's the key things Now obviously if you put the four in and he scores goals Then that's a different ball game But when well, you don't play with your top man He puts uh, the, well, the cat amongst the pigeons
2: I'll summarise it this way for you If Steven Gerrard had scored a goal in Europe That had made Liverpool a fortune Midweek and was then left
1: on the bench For Liverpool against Everton On the Sunday Do you think he'd have thought that was quite right? Thanks to Stephen and Governor. It's 0141 951 1025 We've got the thoughts of Stephen Gerrard On the red card And we'll hear from Celtic captain Scott Brown After the travel with Amber
0: Clyde One Bowie at breakfast With today's Scottish Sun Free goals pull out Plus the voice of Sun Sports, Bill Lackey Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompsons Road Accident Solicitors The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined Talk to Thompsons.com
1: Alex Ray and Hugh Keevens Here with me Gordon Duncan And tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Looking back on a huge day at iBrooks Yesterday it's transfer deadline day as well Five and a half, half Easy for me to say Five and a half hours to go So get in touch Let us know what you've made of your team's business so far Or what else do you think needs to be done Between now and now and midnight Not only are we on the phones We are on Twitter At Clyde SSB Chris has been in touch Every Celtic player Was immense yesterday From back to front Puts them three points clear Going into the break Couldn't ask for any more uh, what else have we got on here? Colin Moffat says Instead of Gerard dropping Katic every so often, he should maybe look at his Golden Boy Goldson. The guy is no better than Rob Kiernan, says Colin. Uh, and I love this coming from Dunny Pace Amateurs. Since you two were so lacking in imagination and could only pick the obvious ones for your goal of the weekend, oh. they have sent in a thunderbolt of a free kick from Stevie D. There we go Rifles it right into the top corner That's the sort of Research we're looking for Dipping into the amateurs For our goal of the weekend You kind of have to see a goal Before you nominate it I would have thought So was Edward the only one You
2: saw this weekend? No I didn't see one to match it Mm. Okay (laughs)
1: Uh, Lots happening in the transfer front We are keeping an eye on Ryan Kent To Rangers A £7 million deal The the fee's been agreed Uh, Just waiting on that one being completed Personal terms and all the rest of it Um, Greg Taylor's fee has been agreed with Celtic To Kilmarnock No other player involved But still a bit to do in that one Anthony Ralston's gone on loan to St Johnston Graham Dorrance has been let go by Rangers Jake Hasty has gone to Rotherham on loan Kirk Broadfoot let go by Kilmarnock Closing, that's a surprise isn't it Closing yeah. in on a return to St Mirren um, Akies have signed Adrian Beck Craig Tanner left Mullerwell with Mark O'Hara Moving to Fort Park So that's just a, a bit of what we've been, had going on so far And hopefully plenty more to come Hugh Well Celtic uh, also
2: interested in a Manchester City defender Jeremy Frimpong uh, And that's a permanent deal That's not uh, a loan su- deal Would you suspect that would have been Instead of Greg Taylor
3: Well Is Frimpong not a right back gone? Sorry, absolutely. Well, well, right you know,
2: they're, they're still in the mix for him anyway. I'm just looking at both of them, Rangers and Celtic. Alec, you know, mm. Celtic. Uh, I know the young Ewan Henderson's gone, Anthony Ralston's gone, but big, big player squad there and a huge wage bill. And Rangers, big, big squad and more money being spent.
1: Okay, we'll keep a close eye on that We'll maybe take a closer look at the transfers a bit later on But there's so much reaction coming in uh, to yesterday's game So let's keep going with that Ian is a Rangers fan in the City Centre Where did it go wrong for you, Ian?
5: Uh, It went wrong for me the minute I seen the line-up Uh, I was standing outside the stadium Thinking, right, okay, uh, Ayers out and balling gollies Been having a bit of a nightmare recently He's not been the best and Probably got somebody to go to him for the off uh, And I was standing, my boy showed me the line-up And every bit of confidence I had to win that game Kind of drained away from me um, I thought we got dragged into a battle with Celtic Celtic won the individual battles all over the park And the uh, Rangers were kind of found I, I, they put, I actually thought they pulled out some tackles They should have won and, But uh, I don't think it was the right time to be Tinkering with a. Uh, the uh, line-up Especially in a big massive game like that And The Celtic fans are now on saying "Oh, look, Rangers are still miles behind them But the Rangers aren't if, if they keep fighting that That's fine But The reality is Rangers aren't They never get their tactics right stop Celtic did And that's why Celtic won the game
1: Most people That were getting on the phones Are on Twitter yep. There's a real theme There's Team selection Tactics These are the things we keep hearing Granted Ian mentioned a couple of other things But if those are the main factors then, then it's Steven Gerrard That, that shoulders the, yeah, the blame yeah, The, the blame criticism arsehole, yeah.
3: Yeah. Well the thing is uh, For me it was more to do With the personnel uh, yeah. Rather well, than the though yeah No 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 Listen I'm not trying to uh, I'm just talking about In terms of the personnel Gordon And I said this yesterday Arebo was receiving the ball He's back to go Hugh oh. That is not his game Whereas if you go back to last years I think 9 out of the 11 yesterday Were the same as mm. when Rangers beat them
1: Yeah I mean this, the, the outfield was 10 wasn't it? I yes. think it was Wes Fotheringham was one of the other ones And, and
3: Kent So that uh, that was only 2 that was was a difference But the difference was when Rangers were doing Because when I was watching the game yesterday Celtic were overloading their left side Celtic So that they, they were nullifying Tavernier, And when the, the ball was getting switched out to Flanagan Naturally he was coming back into his right foot At the time he did that It allowed Celtic to adjust Now if you had an out and out winger, what would happen is Flanagan would get the ball. He would fire it to him. As an example, last year it would have been Kent, and that, and then he allows him to go and try and do an action uh, directly towards the fullback. Whereas yesterday, uh, El Hamed was just right up Arrebo's uh, backside, I, backside yep. yes. Yep, and thanks. and and by actually doing that, they could never get anything going, and the game got bogged down. And once Celtic got the the, the opener through uh, Edward. The whole complexion of the game changed because Celtic were in total control then.
2: Oh. Well, I thought that Neil Lennon started it all brilliantly by going for the rugby-style kickoff, off uh, As um, Ian on the line was hoping Rangers would go and try to take advantage of Bolongoli or El Hamed or whoever, Celtic went straight to where Rangers lived and made sure that they started the game in a positive way, on the front foot. And I think it it, it definitely had a and impact bearing, yeah. on the way that the the game progressed from there.
3: I think Ian was actually right as well, Gordon, in terms of the actual vibe when people seen the, the lineup beforehand because it clearly had an effect. You people it was a big talking point in the press room as well, going, why isn't Morelos not playing? Where's the width gonna come from? Who's gonna attack the fullbacks? And everybody to a man was actually saying the same thing. Uh and the, it obviously it transpired like that.
1: Uh Ian, so you based on what you were saying earlier on, you, you're not buying into all this talk of, you know, this was a A wake-up call to Rangers And Celtic laying down a marker And showing how far Rangers have to go You're not buying any of that
5: I mean, it's like, yeah Celtic have probably laid down a bit of a marker But I think that's largely due to the way Rangers played I think if Rangers would have set up The way they set up in Europe I, I don't think the game would have went that way I think the way Celtic set up Was to protect balling volley, I think they were prepared to make a scrappy game rather than three free, uh, free flown football, which is fair play to them. You know, that they, they did the, the job and uh they managed to get the result. But no, I, I don't agree with it. I mean these old firm games can go either way and if you if you don't get things right on the day then you, you lose and that's it. But that. To me, you know, there's no lot between the teams. Definitely not. Ian, one of the things that I
3: thought, that had listened to uh, Neil Lennon afterwards, was that he, uh, you know, with all the hype and things, he created a siege mentality yesterday. Now, and you're absolutely right in you what you said there, because Celtic did what Rangers did in the two previous games to that, at Ibrox in particular, where they get right in their faces, and that is exactly what Celtic did for the off. And it was a totally different outlook for Celtic, and it worked brilliantly for them.
2: The whole... Focus before the game Alec had been on Celtic having Lost Tierney Boyata Benkovic Lustig And how well Had they replaced them And I was as critical As anyone Uh, It's only a few weeks Since Neil Lennon Left out Bolingoli And Julian For The The Europa League tie uh, Champions League tie Against Cluj But They went there yesterday And to a man They came of age In Celtic jerseys And it must mean An awful lot to Julian The kind of praise That he has received Uh, El Hamed Even Bauer When he came on Looked strong Physical Uh, And they Have the makings Mm. of A back four That in domestic terms
1: Will be just fine And Alex There are always more There's more always going to be More than one reason Why you win Or lose a game Because for all the criticism That Steven Gerrard's getting For picking those players Or picking them Within that shape Shea Ojo The guy with the natural width Had half of the game To make an impression yeah. Alfredo Morelos The guy who everyone wanted to play Had a sizable chunk of the game To make yep. an impression So at what point does the onus fall on certain individuals Who didn't produce
3: Yeah It's very difficult Coming on to these games Gordon To make a big impact Because The whole Tempo The whole Kind of thing Had actually settled down In Celtic's favour They were dictating things They were putting themselves In the right areas So to make an impact it, it, Seeing the width Of the 18 yard box I thought Celtic done brilliantly Because it all became So congested And they never really conceded the Ojo To me It looked as if He was a wee bit out of his depth It looked a wee bit shell-shocked About the whole occasion Gordon uh, and I was looking at them, thinking, this is a guy who's played, you know, bits and bobs with loan deals and so forth. But this is what the real deal here. Oh, and he looked a wee bit lost. Mm. I actually thought when Morello's come on, his first action was really positive.
1: He knocked it around the other yes, side and didn't he tried okay. to get in.
3: And, uh, you know, uh, and the thing about Morello is within the space of a couple of minutes, you, he was willing to mix it with the big guy. It, none of that was happening prior to that. Uh,
2: on, uh, the, on you go. I was just going to say, on the subject of uh, being able to handle all of this. And we all knew this was going to be the season unlike any other It's almost as if Ryan Kent now The second most expensive player that Rangers have ever bought After Torrey Andre Flo It's almost as if you're being asked to believe that he Will make the difference between Rangers winning the title And
1: not winning the title We'll look at his situation a bit later on Let's keep going on the reaction to yesterday Rangers of course reduced to 10 men late on Jordan Jones walked for a foul on Celtic's new signing Moritz Bauer, no complaints from Stephen Gerrard
7: Uh, He deserved it Um, I think it's probably come from frustration but if you're Jordan Jones and you're new here um, to get fans on your side and to be a success here you have to create and score goals not kick people when the ball's uh, already gone and get silly red cards where you get yourself injured So um, I can't defend Jordan on that um, And that's one moment Where you'd, you'd say Where we've lost control since we've come back this season So I'm, I'm disappointed in that uh, I'm sure the player is as well But I can't defend that sitting here Quite damning Yeah, absolutely
2: I mean, Jordan Jones could have seriously hurt Moritz Bauer Well, he hurt himself yeah, he yeah. in crutches yeah. and has pulled out the Northern Ireland squad So, you know, what on earth was going through his mind You know the, the the day was lost Celtic were two up And if he really thinks That people are impressed By wiping out A Celtic player uh, Then He'll need to go away And have another think about that Tom and Clyde Bank What's on your mind tonight? Good evening guys How we doing?
9: Uh, obviously the game yesterday uh, Right uh, This why I sort of Briefly talk you through this okay. is, regarding, is regarding uh, Rangers been made favourites Hugh, I've heard all your excuses and all that. I'm not on the show to give you a hard time, right? It was just a thought, it was a hunch. Fine, I'll we'll go with that, right? However, for a month into the season, right? Say like destroy St Johnson, seven good goals. Motherwell five good goals. Although they get beat with Cluj, they scored the goals they scored against Cluj were excellent goals, well built, well taken goals, right? Uh the away in Europe they scored four goals away. For home in Europe There through the week And we're only a month Into the season And there's goals Coming you all over, all over McGregor's in there Griffiths is in there Forrest Cham Christie, eh, Edward. They've got seven Eight Nine players That's all capable Of scoring and day and a turn Right Rangers on the other hand Came out against Kilmarnock Scraped it In the 91st minute With the winner scraped it against St Mirren one nothing. scraped it through the midweek there in Europe granted 6-1 demolition of Hibs and the 3 nothing against East Fife, we'll not even get into that right? it's East Fife, away down the divisions right, so on flair and ability and craft, say i are just light years away from Rangers, because I've got the feeling the Orangers' hopes here as it seems to game after game, it's pinned on Morelos or Jamain Defoe. Whereas Salek's like, got an abundance of flair and craft across the middle of the park, up front, and through wide areas. And I can't believe how. Well, i tell you what actually happened. See, see the Rangers' support for that winning goal that went in against Comanac at the beginning of the season. It's a, the it's a Rangers' support, granted, over believing, over hyping it all over it or whatever you want to call it Right it's actually caught the imagination Of the press, the pundits and the bookies And started to think "Yeah, Rangers are going to beat Celtic here Now Celtic's biggest problem here was his going to Ibrox, right?
1: To be fair, Tom, I mean Celtic did lose twice at Ibrox last season So you, you could be basing your opinion on that
9: Well, I'll tell you this See the twice, they lost last season at Ibrox, right? Uh-huh. And I know Hugh I'll put money on it You agree with me here Especially the first game At Ibrox last season That was The worst performance I've ever saw By a Celtic team at, 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 In an old firm game In my lifetime Right well, Do you really I bet you It's Hugh's worst performance He's ever seen it As well
2: No 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 so, No Much, much worse than that um, The pundits I, I can't speak for everyone I can only speak For me and Ibrooks, The way that Rangers can also score goals uh, I do take your point about the number of times they have scraped By people However Celtic scraped by Dunfermline In the Betfred Cup For five minutes away from a penalty shootout uh, But I looked at the back four Players who had never played in this match before And beat on who is a midfield player playing in central defence and I thought that Rangers and I believed that Rangers would play Morelos from the start I thought that they could get some joy there I was Tam completely wrong I did pay tribute to each and everyone at the back for Celtic including Bauer coming on for Beaton and they rose to the occasion in a way that I did not foresee and so well done to them and
1: that was purely and simply the reason I thought that Rangers might get a turn yesterday. Tom and Clyde Bank, thank you for the call. We're going to hear from Celtic captain Scott Brown. He's coming up after the travel with Amber.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. The league leader for compensation. Talk to thompsons.com
1: Hugh Evans and Alex Ray are here. You can get in touch on the phones or you can tweet us at Clyde SSB. Uh, what have we got? Matty he says We Rangers were off it yesterday But with the imminent arrival of Kent We should be doing a lot better In these games in the future And I expect us to challenge Celtic All the way uh, King Kamara says If Gerrard doesn't trust His best player in Morelos In the biggest game of the season so far Why didn't he put him up for sale? Says King Kamara on Twitter We're at Clyde SSB We're on the phones 01419511025 Another Celtic player who you would have to say Answered questions yesterday was Scott Brown Lots of people writing him off even within the Celtic support Had a good game at Ibrox Here's what he had to say
10: yeah, it was a great performance by the lads. I think we defended really, really well. We came here, we knew our jobs, we knew what we had to do, and uh, we delivered on the park. Motivation for us week in, week out. Uh, our fans want us to win, whether we're at home or away. So there's a lot of pressure on us all the time. So it's just another game. We need to make sure that we win it. We get the three points, and it's a good performance for us. And I think that's what we managed to do. And to be fair, I don't really read anything you write anyway. So that's a bonus. And it's no due to what you write. because I can't read. Um, no, for me it's just I, I keep ticking over. I keep going as, as long as I possibly can. I enjoy playing football, I play with a smile on my face. And for me, whether I I play or I'm on the bench, and as long as this team wins, that's the main thing for me. It's not it's not about me individually. It's about this team collectively. The manager wanted us to play a wee bit higher up the park and not take the chances at the back, and we, we let a, an early goal in the last game. So we'll learn from our lessons. For me, it's about coming in here and showing that you've got the quality. And going away from home, it's always hard. People <coughs> defend, we, we defend. Sorry, and we've got catch teams on the counter attack as well. And for me, we've got pace everywhere. You, Johnny, come, uh, Johnny comes on, Mikey goes off, and you, we've got pace there. We've got Jamesy on the on the right as well. So um, for us, it's great. But for the young ones to come through and to to win away from home, and that, that's what this club's about. It's about bringing young players through and showing their talent in the big games. And yet again, they've done that. For us, it's about you now going well for me personally it's about me going recovering making sure everything's okay and then we go again we've got a huge season it's 60 odd games for us it's about winning as many as we possibly can
1: Ross in Knightswood what did you make of your captain's performance yesterday hi guys
11: um, um, I thought Scott Brown yesterday was absolutely immense you know, I, I've, I've heard a lot of things said about him lately um, and I mean leading up the game everybody never gave us a chance yesterday um, a I of reading the separate photos but uh um, was people despondent and into the game yesterday. But the guy stood up um, and, and and I I've seen this over the last few years with He's grew up and he's very, very mature. Um and I'd like to put this point to Alec. Oh, um I know that um
1: Hello Ross. Yep. Oh we've got you, we lost you for a second, Ross, carry on.
11: Sorry, I some people, some people think he's a bit of a hothead, um but I've seen him growing up over the last few years. And I think the same could be seen about Neil Lennon as well. Neil Lennon has matured as a man. I've watched him over the last few few months in his interviews. Um, and I think the two of them stood up and were counted yesterday. And I'd like to ask Alec what he thinks of that. Cause, um, a, a certain person says to me, not that long ago, um, that they think Scott Brown's on his way out and um, he's easing in his head. But um, I don't see it. I think the man can handle anything And I think when people try to he said It spurs the moment that he plays better
3: you seen it yesterday Yeah I don't think he needs any motivation For what anyone else is saying He, he said that he doesn't listen to the press And pundits and so forth This is a guy that's been at the, the coal phase For a long long time I think as a younger player He would have gotten embroiled in things We've seen that uh, over the course of his career But as he's matured now he just goes about it. He's always borderline in terms of what he can get away with. I think his experience gets him through and uh, manages games a lot more better. But when you look at the the personnel round about him as well, because all he does is patrol round in front of that back four, and when you've got guys like McGregor, Christy, Forrest, and Johnson, it just complements him in his experience. But the thing about Scott Brown is his, his uh, desire to win. You can see that there was a there was a. I don't know if it came across On the TV But when I was at It was on the near side Touchline You know he was all Pumped up after about 10 or 15 yeah. minutes And it just shows you That he has a desire To continue yeah, was he? Winning. Sorry
1: I was just just On that point Before we Sort of move To, to the, the bigger picture Regarding Scott Brown Was he a key part then Of that spine Alex I think it was you That yes, mentioned it absolutely. yesterday Because Julian got a lot of praise Edward has to He scores the goal But, but in between those two Was Scott Brown yeah. Sort of back to doing What he Generally does in those fixtures He didn't do it yeah. all the time last season
3: No, I, I think I think the, the game suited Celtic brilliantly yesterday uh, And I, and again, I go back to the importance of the goal Because uh, Julian was uh, dealing with a lot of balls You know, aerial balls up to uh, Defoe Which was a canter for him And anything that was coming from a wider inner deep He, he dealt with that really well Brown was marshalling everything in the middle of the park He was driving everyone around about it And I thought Edward led the line really, really well, Gordon Because... You know, they, it's, uh, one of the things that I find frustrating is uh, having played in midfield, and you, all, you know, I always take a keen interest that why there's no one in front of Edward when they're, they're kicking longer balls. You know, when you've got a high press on and you can do a double function, so you can get close to your midfielder, but you can also put a block on in front of. Now I watch Scott Brown time after time when the balls getting being kicked by opposition players, he backs into the strikers. So like if it's Mireles, for example, yesterday. And he becomes a block in front of a striker, so you've got a guy Julian. So they can't
1: take it into their feet.
3: Absolutely, or chest, chest, or feet, Gordon, because you can still pin. So, you. Are
1: Rangers missing that then at the other end.
3: But this is what I'm saying. I've done it my whole career, where you just stood on a striker's uh, toes, and if the ball fell short, you still had time to adjust to go and press your man, uh, and they miss a trick because they're allowing Edward to to fight and roll the centre halves, and and, and for me, the, the midfield have to recognise Brown. that for Rangers.
2: Did he answer a few critics yesterday, Hugh? He was magnificent. He is not the most talented player In the Celtic team but he is the Heartbeat of the team He Lifted them by the scruff of the neck Before the game started and he never Let go and Celtic's biggest problem Whenever it may arise Is that the now 34 Year old Scott Brown is going to have To be replaced one day and what A job that is going to be for someone Because right now He's the heartbeat of the team and On
1: the Basis of yesterday's game He is crucially important To Celtic Ross were you confident Before the game yesterday I think most of the Celtic callers Have been on Have seen that they were They knew Celtic could win But you know I think over the piece I wasn't
11: overly confident But I was I I I wasn't Dejected I didn't think we were going To get beat But I thought It was a make a break game I think it's a very Very important one I don't mean the season's over but I think as far as we're concerned, I think it's a big, big, massive result. I think if we would have been beat, it wouldn't have been as bad. But if because we've won, it's it's massive because we're away next game's at home and we're playing them again and I think it's gonna come down to this year that the game's against Rangers. So whoever takes the points will probably win the league.
1: Okay, thank you to Ross. In Knightswood 0141 951 1025, give us a call back sometime, Ross. Uh, a bit of a news line coming out today, Hugh. Yeah. Um, before we hit the news and to beat the pundit, let's discuss very quickly, because we don't have much time. Uh, Celtic have been charged by UEFA for setting off flares and throwing objects during oh. Thursday's win against AIK in Sweden. Uh, there's not much more we can say until we know what the, the, the punishment would be. So they're. Uh, fate will be found out on September the 19th If you tally up the the amount of money that
2: Celtic have had to pay For daft offences like this over the years It's running round about quarter of a million pounds now uh, For daft banners, pyrotechnics uh, You know, when fans come on here and discuss how terrific the team was yesterday uh, The individual brilliance that Celtic have why can't I just go to the game and lap up that brilliance Without the pyrotechnic display uh, Without daft banners uh, So once again Celtic will just have to suck it up uh, Because of those who go and behave in a mindless fashion
1: yeah, I'm sure plenty more reaction to come on that one When we find out what the outcome is September the 19th You can mark it in your diary if you're that way inclined But it's time for this Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun
0: For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football
1: What a way to start the new week By winning Beat the Pundit That's the challenge laid out for you This evening 01419511025 If you want to take part You come on You answer as many questions Right as you can And if you get more right Than Hugh Keevans or Alex Ray You win yourself a signed ball. It's as simple as that. 01419511025. Be quick. You only have until the news at 7.
0: Clyde 1, Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. The form team for compensation for more than 40 years. Talk to
1: Thompson's.com. Alex Ray and Hugh Keevens are here looking back on a big afternoon at Ibrox yesterday. Celtic taking the points and the bragging rights. And the post-mortem continues. But it's transfer deadline day as well. Five hours to go until the window closes. Lots of business happening. Hopefully lots more to come between now and the end of the evening as well. So what have you made of your team's business so far? And what do you hope gets done between now and midnight? Let us know right now. 01419511025 after this.
0: Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Scottish Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football
1: Beat the Pundit time Hugh Evans and Alex are Standing by And one of them Is up against Mark from Newmains Hi Mark Hi Mark You're a Celtic fan Mark Are you just trying to keep That winning feeling going By coming on Beat the Pundit Is that the aim? Yes Something like that. Let's see if you can uh, be as fortunate or as uh, successful, I should say, as your team were yesterday. Hugh Evans is ready, as is Alex Ray. It will be heads for Hugh and tails for Alex. So there's a bit of a rumor going around that whatever way I toss the coin always lands on heads. heads. Yeah, but, so let's see how we go today. It is heads again. What <laughs> oh, then? It look it's a standard government issue ten pence piece, as you can see, Hugh Keaven's, but it is heads, and it's you against. Mark from New Maine. So I'm gonna give Hugh some Clyde two in his ear. He's giving me the thumbs up. That way he can't hear us, Mark. He doesn't know what you're saying. So you've got uh, a bit of peace and quiet and know that he won't copy you. Thirty seconds head to head, you can pass. Here is your chance to beat the pundit. Are you ready? Hi. Which English team has Jake Hasty gone on loan from Rangers to? to? Who opened the scoring for Celtic in the win against Rangers yesterday? Pass. Which current Premiership manager Got his last cap In 94 Against Russia Pass. For Scotland uh, Which team has won The most challenge cup finals Anderson. In which year Did Kirk Broadfoot Leave St Mirren For Rangers 2012 Ok 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 Let's bring Hugh Keevans back Hugh can you hear us I can Same set of questions to you You ready Yes which English team has Jake Hasty gone on loan to Broad From the Rangers R- Who opened the scoring for Celtic in yesterday's Edouard, win against Rangers Which current Premiership manager Got his last cap in 94 against Russia um, Pass Which team has won the most Challenge Cup finals uh, The Ferman In what year did Kirk Broadfoot leave St Mirren To join Rangers 2008 And which elephant is on the crest of Dumbarton quickly Uh, Dumbo, the elephant (laughs) (laughs) Oh you know Good job that doesn't count Because I've just had one of those Absolute nightmares The question is which animal And I said what elephant And I gave you the answer Ah well Good job it didn't matter anyway I I mentioned the word elephant In my answer therefore (laughs) You did did I, did I say what elephant? Yes. Yeah, dear me, what a nightmare I'm having. Anyway, right, good job it didn't get that far in terms of impacting. Can you imagine it? Can you imagine the conspiracy theories no, flying no, around no, here, yeah. There is Mark. Don't worry, it didn't it didn't get that far for you. Even if we wipe question six, you were still beaten. I'm afraid. No, no. <laughs> Which English team did Jake Hasty join on loan? It was Rotherham. You both got it one all, and a uh, Mark. Who would have thought that you, a Celtic fan, would lose I'm out? Celebrating, I'm celebrating that much if I go who scored. Not knowing who opened the scoring. <laughs> that much, I oh well, Hugh Kevens was watching it. He knew it was Odson Edward and you didn't, and it was two one to Hugh. Which premiership manager got his last cap in ninety four against Russia? It was Craig. Craig Lovine. Lovine. Oh. Uh, the most challenge cup finals is Falkirk Oh, hold up. Alex Reid did right. Falkirk down, well done. And none of you got that right either. And in what year did Kirk Broadfoot leave St Mirren to join Rangers? It was two thousand and seven. None oh, of you got that, which means you let me off the hook majorly for making a rip roaring mess of the last question. What animal is on the crest of the mountain? But you've got been... that here. Double the <laughs> Mark would have. But you didn't get that far. You were too slow, Mark. Uh, this is me just continuing to try and cover my back. It's been a long weekend. Hugh Evans, not too long for you. You managed to get two right. Mark, you only got one. on Edward scored for your team yesterday, Mark. Oh,
6: I forgot. <laughs>
1: Mark to He hasn't been home yet. He's no. been maybe he's been celebrating. That's that's fine. We can let him away with that. That was Mark and Humains. 2-1 uh, Not a mm, classic It doesn't matter three oh, oh, board, you know. It's about the winning son Correct Right okay 0141 That elephant's gonna haunt me um, We're here until I was about to say we're here until midnight We're certainly not We're here until 8 o'clock But the transfer window closes at midnight And I wonder how much business we've still got to be done Let me give you some Highlights if you like From the transfer window in Scotland so far And you can tell us what you make of it I think the big one Because of the fee And the saga has been Ryan Kent. A £7 million deal to Rangers. Looks like it's on. The fee has been agreed between Rangers and Liverpool. Just waiting on the player, completing his personal uh, details and all the rest of it. Greg Taylor to... Celtic from Kilmarnock Similarly A fee has been agreed No other players Going in the opposite direction What has that fee gone Has it been Uh, mentioned yet Not 100% sure on that At the moment Uh, So we'll wait and find out On that one Um, In terms of outgoings At the big two in Glasgow Anthony Ralston's on loan To St Johnson Ewan Henderson's on loan To Ross County Graham Dorrance has been let go by Rangers. Jason Holt, maybe, to St. Johnson. One to keep an eye on. Jake Hasty to Rotherham. Uh, elsewhere in the top flight, Kirk Broadfoot's been let go by Kelly. A mutual termination of the contract. We expect him to, to go back to St. Mirren, one of his former clubs. Uh, Craig Tanner has left Motherwell. Marco Hara has moved to Fur Park. Ackies have signed Adrian Beck. These are just a few. I can't mention them all. I don't think there's any doubt Hugh The one that's hmm. got everyone talking Is Ryan Kent For a number of reasons
2: Well Second most expensive player In Rangers history After Tori Ombre Flo uh, Now some Rangers fans will say Well If you were prepared to Push the boat out that far Why didn't you do it Before the Celtic game On Sunday And From my perspective After the Celtic game And Celtic having won So convincingly It It sounds as if You're saying Well Ryan Kent will be the one who helps us to stop nine in a row And it puts a lot of pressure on his shoulders And it's a bold move by Rangers Because, as we know uh, They still run their business by loans uh, Which are turned into equity and so on and so forth Now, £7 million is the fee But the wages will be pretty high so it's
1: more like a £10 million deal and Now listen, we're talking transfer fees Every player has to get paid No yeah, no course, one comes yeah. for free So let's not bother tagging I, the I, wage I on I
3: in terms of bringing him in I think it'd be a great addition In terms of I think in terms of The course of this summer He has been the number one target They've tried numerous times to get him Hugh uh, Mostly on a loan deal Because uh-huh. it would have suited Rangers But they've actually pushed the boat out You have to commend the board Because what they have actually done now Is they've seriously backed their manager financially I don't think he spent that amount of money over the course of this whole season. So that is a major investment uh, for Rangers.
2: So it sounds like the uh, Europa League money, they've just devoted that to. It,
3: Hugh, it depends on how it's structured because you get maybe, say, it's seven million over four years. You might pay three now and then a couple of million over the subsequent years. I would be very surprised if Rangers paid seven up front because it gives them. Buying time to stretch it out
1: right, Michael is a Rangers fan In Lardwark What do you make of that Michael it's not done yet But it looks like Ryan Kent will be back At Rangers Happy
12: Yeah I'm pretty happy With that uh, Panel um, I think it's a Good bit of business And certainly Yesterday they did show That we maybe are A wee bit late In the West Brom area But uh, I was kind of just Thinking about it Earlier on And um, I was wondering Do you think it's maybe A knee jerk reaction To the agile game Yesterday Because up until Kind of Saturday, sort of the, the latest i heard on it was, it's not happening.
2: Stephen Gerrard was quoted in the Sunday newspapers as saying that, nah, it looks to be gone. Uh, that kind of money, we can't bring that to the table. Uh, I am left to wonder, Michael, if the result yesterday, the manner of the performance given by Rangers yesterday, I have to wonder if last night Stephen Gerrard got together with uh, the people at Ibrox and said
1: Look, Mm. he has to come in now I can see why people put two and two together Alex But at the same time, as you mentioned, he has been the number one target all summer Pretty much everyone associated with Rangers wants him back Maybe, just maybe, you get that reaffirmed yesterday that that you need him But you don't just suddenly go and... in Rangers it's position like You don't, you don't nah. just go 7 million Because you lost one game No, not at all Surely.
3: And the fact of the matter is They've been chasing them all summer I think uh, Liverpool have played hardball He says the only way he's going Is if he goes in a permanent deal And they've stood their ground Now they've called out Rangers Rangers have thought Right, okay, we're going to have a go It'll be interesting to see The details in terms of um, You know, if it's going to be 7 million How it's structured mm-hmm. If there's a sell-on So what, whether we get to know all that Would be interesting But in terms of what Rangers need He made the difference in some of the big games last year And In terms of options you And I think this is an interesting thing When you look at the bench Yesterday for Rangers Some really key players pl- Plenty of strength and depth as well So you've got In, in that left hand side alone You've got Ojo Jones Kent You have uh, Brandon Blair, Barker Brandon Barker you is, also that t- are, is that
1: too many? Is there such a thing? Or do you just take good players When they come along?
3: Well I think there's a, b- a bit of both Gordon But yeah we, we mentioned this with Celtic on Saturday as well They've got five for that left hand mm. side you know, uh, you know.
1: So does it say whilst you've said it's it's not knee jerk? Does it suggest that Rangers at various points in the window didn't think they would get him I.e., would yeah. would you have signed Brandon Barker, Shea Ojo, Greg Stewart, yeah. etc. if you knew you were getting Ryan Kent?
3: Probably not, Gordon. But the fact of the matter is, when he comes available, or the board sanctions something, then you think right, okay. And as a manager, you think the more the merrier because it gives you options and flexibility. And I think that's one of the things where Rangers really struggled last year, particularly at the smaller. Grounds, Livingston, Dundee And things when they couldn't match it up, uh, mix it mix it up To change the game
1: Michael, how much emphasis do you put on Ryan Kent? Is he, I mean can he be the difference Between winning and not winning the league? Is that how far you would go?
12: Um, to me, I don't think so I still think Rangers will probably win the league um, Oh you think
1: they'd, I, they'd win it without him?
12: Yeah, I, I do um, Probably going to get pelters for, for that on Twitter But that's social media for you That's absolutely fine Um, But um, To be honest Watching that game yesterday I actually thought it was Quite a tightly contested game I don't think there was much Between the two teams Bar A breakaway goal And What was quite shambolic Play by Rangers But um, I certainly don't think Celtic destroyed Rangers At any point During the game
1: Just on this And I've seen uh, Stephen Gerrard Obviously talks about it as well I've seen the word Gift used You know For the first Mm. goal Has that been a bit not disrespectful is too strong Is that being a bit harsh on Celtic Because yes it's a terrible pass from Connor Goldson yeah. It's on the halfway line Mikey Johnson then yeah. has to pick up the ball Has to drive through about three Rangers players who are tracking him Has to slip a nice weighted pass to Eduard yeah. Who has to keep his composure at Ibrox And finish beyond one of the best keepers in the league So of course you can look at Rangers and say They can do better that, That's football yeah. you always do But is, is it really a gift? I mean a gift to me is a slack back pass yeah. That, that put someone through One on
3: one They obviously still had work to do Gordon I think there was one player That was actually tracking Mikey Johnson the whole time And then the way to pass um, When you, you It's interesting When you actually see um, Football Because when someone Tends to make a mistake You tend to see that Followed up by another mistake And uh, unfortunately That happened yesterday Because For the life of me I I, I listened to Graham Soonish Yesterday And I thought it was Really interesting all he had to do was clip the channel Now people might have gone But there was no runner But then there's no danger Hugh And you're actually out of the woods uh-huh. He's tried to do a threaded pass a, a totally congested area turn over a possession And then the other centre half Doesn't match the runner From a Rangers perspective It is a really poor goal from Celtic Then you have to yeah, commend and that,
2: it That's the nature of the day If you're Rangers minded It's a gift to Celtic If you're Celtic minded I agree with your assessment Mikey Johnson still has a lot to do Wild has a lot to do uh, And they have turned A little bit of a A bad pass
1: Into a very good goal uh, Michael says Rangers would win the league Without Ryan Kent That's, that's his opinion That is okay yeah. Not wanting to, to necessarily Have you argue against it Just wondering about The the perceived importance Of, of, of Ryan Kent Because every Rangers fan Pretty much well, That we've heard from Has wanted him all summer Given the timing of the transfer uh, It It looks would Rangers have pushed the boat out
2: for Ryan Kent today, had they beaten Celtic yesterday? I'm not sure they would. Really, you think it's well that is knee-jerk then, is it not? Well, it's certainly a a, a bit of a coincidence that they the and I do think that Celtic beat Rangers with uh, something to spare yesterday. I don't think it was as tight as Michael would have us believe. Uh, I do think it smacks of a meeting last night. Where Steven Gerrard thinks Well Celtic have come here They've played really well They've got £12 million worth of defenders back there Uh they, they brought in Yunusi uh, Who didn't even go onto the bench There's still ire to come back Simonovic, Griffith, Sved There are players all over the place And I think he's thought We need need to do something Quite radical now To Take away the disappointment of the defeat from Celtic And also to put down a marker for the remainder of the season
1: Is it safe to say Ryan Kent, Alex, is the type of player that is um, Well, sorry, based on his spell at Rangers last time He's better with your eyes than the he is on a a stats pack because his stats are not brilliant. He's not. He's not someone That's who's right. scored a barrel load or direct, you know, directly assisted a barrel load of goals. Um, his influence perhaps is felt in other ways.
3: Well, the thing is, in terms of ball carrying, the amount of times you see him running fifty, sixty yards, which gets you up the pitch. Uh, I I totally agree in terms of what you say there, Gordon. I think there's so much more development in this kid. You know, I think he's twenty-one. Hugh still learning the game. He's still got to kind of get the understanding. Uh, if you go back to a couple of years ago, with James Forrest as an example, his stats were not, you know, substantial, and then he mixes up his game. Whereas his, he goes for six or seven goals to seventeen to twenty goals. So that is the kind of trajectory that the Rangers will be looking for for Ryan Kent in terms of goals and also assists.
1: So Ryan Kent to Rangers Looks on £7 million deal Waiting on it being confirmed Another one that looks on Is Greg Taylor To Celtic From Kilmarnock The Scotland International Is away with the, the Scotland squad At the moment uh, But we believe A fee has been agreed And again Waiting for confirmation On that one A couple of other Ins and outs maybe Before midnight Stuart and Cambus Lang As a Celtic fan What do you make of the business So far Stuart?
8: Yeah I just want to see How happy I am For Peter Lawwell On the board They're pushing the boy out here And sure you yeah, have been known to criticise the board for not spending money. Now, you've got to say that they pushed the vote out of you to go for nine in a row. And I thought yesterday, we put a marker down at Ibrox yesterday. All over the park. Celtic, I thought. It's been said, I thought they were... Being, I think Rangers got a bit of shock, actually, the way Celtic played the game. Rangers I, done to... Celtic done to... Rangers, Rangers done to Celtic the last twice at Ibrox. I,
2: I think Celtic obviously had to spend money uh, because... Kieran Tierney had gone Lustig had gone Boyata had gone Benkovic had gone back to Leicester City He was their player So obviously they had to spend money at the back And that's why £12 million Went in Bolongoli, El Hamed uh, And Julian So uh, They're doing what they have to do And they do have now With the addition of Greg Taylor They do have Good cover at the back They do Middle to front have terrific players uh, Everyone is looking forward to seeing El Yunusi To see what he can bring uh, So It does look More positive than it did a few weeks ago Hugh, Hugh, sorry just a bit In terms of
3: El Yunusi In terms of game time This will also apply for Ryan Kent In terms of where they are in the development Because I know that uh, Kent hasn't really been playing The last couple of games For the development squad for Liverpool El Unusu hasn't played a great deal either, so they need to get these guys up to speed to make that impact.
2: I think also yesterday I, I thought that you'd see that James Forrest, who has been magnificent for Celtic, yeah, he looked. Pretty tired to be yesterday Hugh, I
3: was evident I, I was, Sorry, I was just saying It was evident at the game That he was stretching at times It was something I recognised When the, game, the ball mm. was going out of play He was just stretching And I don't know if that's on the back of like A bit of fatigue from midweek, Hugh mm. You know, the travelling And a bit of kind of tightness
1: well, He's away with the Scotland squad at the moment Stuart, Greg Taylor coming in I wonder if yesterday's performance By and Golly has changed Some Celtic fans' opinion on, on whether Greg Taylor comes in As a number one left back or not
8: People are getting on, let's face it, people are getting on Julian back and goes back, they haven't even played five minutes for Celtic, and people are condemning them. Listen, you've got to go up to the speed of the Scottish game. People are in your faces right away in Scotland. And they've got to get used to that. That was going to take a bit of time. And I thought yesterday, you could see what the guys have got. They've got potential there. They've got loads of it. I mean, Julian, I thought was immense. You yeah, reminded me of uh, 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 Big Elliot when Big Elliot was a part he just dominated that defence yesterday
1: That would be the good thing about Greg taylor Hewitt, And when it gets completed Yes, it's a unique atmosphere The expectation level We know all about that But yeah. purely and simply in terms of handling the league And knowing what the league throws at you No problem for Greg Taylor Over 100 appearances for Yeah, yeah. Very good signing
2: for Celtic uh, Again Stuart has asked that the, the board be commended for spending money Yeah, they are to be commended for Uh, paying that amount of money for uh, another Scottish player. Um, If necessary, in the January window, I'm sure Celtic would spend again because we are involved, as I said at the start of the programme, we are involved in the Championship like no other. Celtic are going to do whatever is necessary to win 10, Rangers are going to do Whatever is
1: necessary To stop Celtic From winning 10 Stuart and Cambus Lang Thank you for the call You can also get in touch On Twitter At Clyde SSB And you might want to do that In a couple of minutes Because it's full time Teaser time We've got a good question Nine answers you're looking for tonight oh, Very topical And uh, all will be revealed next <laughs>
0: Slide one Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Getting you Full compensation Is their goal Talk to Thompson's.com
1: Hugh Keevans And Alec Ray Are here at 01419511025 Keep your reactions Coming in To today's Transfer news Still nothing confirmed With Ryan Kent But it's getting closer Still nothing confirmed With Greg Taylor From Kilmarnock To Celtic But still Both expect them to happen So give us a call Let us know what you make of them And what about fans of you other teams What do you need to do Between now and the end of the window Kirk Broadfoot's been let go By Comarnock Expected to head to St Mirren Uh, Ewan Henderson From Celtic to Ross County on loan A few of Celtic youngsters Heading out on loan Jack Aitchison Has joined Forest Green Rovers uh, On loan Burst onto the scene of course Celtic's youngest goal scorer Has had some Personal difficulties Some footballing difficulties Since then as well Hugh And um, Needs to go and get some Game time again Correct As do The rest of them You know Anthony Rawls I I like Ewan
2: Henderson as a player I think a very clever Boy Uh, And Ross County I think have got themselves A bargain there
1: Mark O'Hara has signed for Motherwell Graham Dorrance has been let go By Rangers Will we see him stay in the top flight We will find out between now And midnight 01419511025 on the phones Let's get your help on the teaser Well, When I say help, I'm not going to give the guys your help (laughs) But I want to know if you can get the answers So tonight's question has been sent in by George Stevens. Thank you to George for sending the question in To fulltime at Clyde1.com He says Not including current old firm players Can you name the last nine players to score in the derby? And have played for another Scottish club So not not including current Old Firm players Can you name the last nine players to score in that derby And have played for another Scottish club Loans do not count Okay Chris Boyd Stephen Naismith Naismith yes, Boyd no Hmm
3: Tony what? No Hmm
1: Oh I don't like that silence That is ominous Last nine players Not including current Old Firm players Can you name the last nine to score in the derby And have played for another Scottish club Loans don't count So guys like Stephen Naismith Played for Camarnock Played for Hearts And uh, has scored in the derby it, it goes back to the 11-12 season For Chris, what it's worth Chris Commons Yes Lafferty Yes
6: Mm. Mm.
1: Mm. Mm. Anymore for anymore. That's three of nine We'll leave it there then We'll get back to you uh, Bernard's in Warrington Hi Bernard
6: Hello there How are you doing alright? Good yes, thank Bernard. you, How are you? Uh, Listen I'm sorry to bore you uh, I'm going to carry on this uh, This match but was on. I used to do, this little old firm game no no I like problem. to call them all I don't like I like to call them all firms no more Anyway Right You Let me analyse what you said A couple of weeks ago You, you said Right, the next three games for for Rangers, Saint Mirren, which they'll win. The European team, which you didn't actually give a, a score about, so but I, I got you to your thought that you were gonna win. Then you went, and then they've got Celtic to Ibrox. Let's do Celtic. Celtic, you've got hearts and oh, you was on the you was on the fence for that one you, you was. I I, I honestly, you were on the fence. You wasn't, don't say you wasn't. And then you went, and then you going go to Europe, but you didn't give a prediction of that neither. And then you said, then they go to Ibrox. And you were chomping at the bit to say, uh, they'll get beat. No, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, you was, you, you was. No, I wasn't, no, I wasn't. No, 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 you, you, by the way, before you said, before you said, uh, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't, I feared for them because I didn't, uh, I was fine of the, the back four. You didn't know until last week. This was two weeks ago, you said it, by the way. You didn't know until the other night when Chris Ayer went out with an injury. You didn't know that schumann wasn't going to be playing. You just, you was adamant that that Rangers were going to come out on top. Now, let me just tell you something quickly. There was a guy on the floor and he summed it spot on. He scraped by in the 80th minute with a a free kick. He scraped by with Alfredo Morales. on on, on the weeknight, and then they got put in their place yesterday. Now, I'll tell you why he didn't play Alfred Umbrales yesterday, because up until yesterday, and still today, he's never scored against Celtic. That's precisely why he didn't go with Moreles. That's precisely why. End of story. Now, quickly, uh, this is the sign Ryan Kent, he won't make no odds whatsoever. Celtic are miles ahead of him, and, you know, You've been longer in the tooth now to be predicting the, predicting the way games are going actually. Is. You know what I mean? I thought you'd have known better than
1: this He's got no choice Bernard They has to <laughs> predict the way they go Otherwise I
2: won't be too impressed with him Anyway Bernard You and I have never met And you come on here And you say that I was dying to say that Rangers would win the match You was uh, You was You admit it Come on Admit it uh, Listen would you mind giving me the courtesy of giving you a reply? Come on, go on. You've come on. You've made totally unfounded allegations. All I ever said about this game and the lead-up to it was that Celtic and Rangers would want to go into it with nine points each. They would want to be on level terms and then get in about this match. As I say, you've never met me. You know nothing at all about me. And you come on here...
6: I do, I do know about you. Yeah, we all know you. Know you, know know you. you. We all know, know you. Hugh. We listen to you every night.
2: <laughs> anyway, I, I resent this kind of call because he, he never met me. He doesn't know anything about me, and he's telling me we know everything about you. We, we know me, the Nokia. We know you can't telling, handle yeah, technology. You can't that. drive. Everybody knows you from this show. Anyway, it's hard enough to get a word in with a caller <laughs> Never mind the present. <laughs> so, shall we keep going? Or do you he, know, it's nothing at all. You answer me
3: <laughs> See when you reflect back on The last couple of weeks Such thin I'm, skin I, I, I've been in the show Where you, you says that Celtic would beat Hearts You says that We get through in Europe And then you said that Rangers uh, would win yesterday So you haven't done too bad You, you, you get one out of You, you have wrong. to
2: Ali, Only one of them Can win You have to take your choice Between one or the other Now the thing about This particular game And this rivalry Someone who lives in England and is absolutely convinced that he knows how I think and why I say things that I do. It's very, very straightforward. It was important that both went in with nine points. It makes no difference whatsoever to me who wins on Sunday, but I'm asked to give an opinion, and I give the opinion.
1: Bernard, Hughes also tipped Celtic to win the league, so I'm I'm assuming you hope he gets that one right. Uh, Yeah, he probably is right.
6: Let's, Let's just go. One more one more point please, one more point. Right. One more point. Did you see the incident with Morales and the uh, the French fullbacks today? Uh, when, like, when when the French fullback was pointing at the ref to say, have a word with him. The sneaky Moreles has walked over and stood on his foot. Now you you lads working the media, go on certain websites, web pages and watch the incident. He walks up to him and sne- sneakily stamps on his foot. So and then and then the other day he's saying and then the you saying, "Oh, yeah, he's learned his lesson." No, he's not learned his lesson. And then Ryan Jacks today—that was a cer- that was a definite red. Where he went in with his studs. Oh, you, Al- Alex Ray can say McGregor and Alex and and and, and Ray and and kick. Teatime,
3: Bernard Sam.
6: Yeah. Oh, you can say uh, McGregor's McGregor's tackle and the, the Rangers player. It's the same I'll never know I'll never I'll never know On that one Honestly
1: you, That was just like A clear stood In the, in the, in the leg Yeah I think you, you think you acknowledged that Earlier on Of course did you not? did
3: Listen he's got selective here in Bernard And uh, I says You know if it was a yellow No one complained I felt as if it was a red I think people going Pfft, You know they could be Giving the all day In games However I did say that McGregor had two Yellow cars in my opinion Were, were stick-ons uh, And unfortunately For uh, Bobby Madden He allowed a lot of things To go yesterday
1: Okay That was Bernard and Warrington 0141 951-1025 Gary's next up Newton Mern. Hi Gary How's your panel? Good Gary uh,
13: Let me just say It's your first time i phoned in uh, uh, Hugh, I'm really sorry you're getting so much stick my man
2: <laughs> Well You know As I say Somebody who's never met you Comes on and tells you what you think I, I know what I think I live in my body I know what I think I don't need somebody from Warrington To have a guess at How I conduct how myself Amateur psychology Yeah
3: I lived,
13: I lived in London for 20 years right here and I was—I uh, went to Millwall with my younger son and I've watched English football and I've watched Scottish football. The way Rangers have played over the past few games it's been phenomenal. I mean, they've, they've actually played like a, a proper team. A lot better than they played in over the past few years and I'm proud of the way they've played. I'm gutted as a Rangers fan that we get beat by Celtic. We get, we get beat by the better team. At the end of the day, we get beat by the better team, you know, we get beat by the team that, that they've they done their homework, you know, I mean, like, no learning, yeah, he knows what he's doing, he's not an idiot, you know what I mean, and for Rangers fans to come on and actually try and slate Celtic, right, here, for being Celtic, it's, it's ridiculous, you know what I mean, all the bigotry, or the stuff, or the crap, right, he has to go to football, right, here. at the end of the day, Rangers didn't do their homework. They were, they were just trying to be rangers angels right? I don't think they, I don't I think, think he was, I I, I I think he was guilty a, I'm a strong supporter and, I don't and, think he I, was
2: guilty of not doing his homework Stephen Gerrard I think he was guilty of picking the wrong team to begin with uh, and the shape of the team was all wrong and then he readjusted it and Morelos on the day that's just my
13: personal opinion I've, I've watched a few games I've been to a few games start of the season and I'm relatively a new supporter in regard to I going to games, but I, I just don't think I. Yeah, it, it, I think a lot of it is sort it's all, it's of all hype, you know. It's like you know, we're, we're talking about Ryan Jack, all the players that are getting signed. I, I don't think that they just need to just Rangers need to calm down. I think they need to calm down a lot. Well, Even I don't
2: think. Game, well, it's the fans who need to calm down. The, the club will reassess what happened and, and take steps and the signing of. Uh, Ryan Kent will be uh, the start of that reassessment, but quite simply, the new Lennon get everything right: team selection, tactics, spot on. Players rose to the occasion, played as a unit, uh, and Rangers pretty much get everything wrong: wrong team, wrong shape,
1: and wrong attitude. Does pretty much talk or psychology? Does does that? Affect players Alex Would it have been A noticeably different challenge For the Rangers players Going into a game When everyone's telling them That they're favourites to win it Or there's a real expectation Because when I mean how many years Do you have to go back For for that to to truly be the case
3: Um, For Gordon uh, uh, I think psychology Is a big thing And how you actually see How you're going to do Within a game And it's okay Feeling as if your favourites Get into a game But you then have to Transfer that into a performance Rangers didn't do that yesterday and Celtic done it in abundance because what they did really well was Neil Lennon comes out he's got these players believing in it, it's like a seized mentality that everyone's against him or the press or the media and then what he does is he gets it from the board Peter Lawwell to the players to his self to his backroom staff and he gets the players buying into it resulting in a, a performance that was on the front foot that hasn't been seen for a couple of years now uh, and uh,
2: they, they got it
1: perfectly right do you think that would affect The Rangers players You're not, not affect But it surely has a different challenge I,
2: I think we're Overcomplicating The whole thing Celtic were simply Better in every way They were better Individually Better
1: collectively Yeah but
2: why There must be reasons for that uh, Well One or two Rangers players Such as Ojo mm-hmm. About whom much Has been said And mm-hmm. written
1: And uh, I just thought that he Looked out of his depth why that's what I'm saying Is it because Of the added pressure Of going into the game As favourites You you don't have to say yes to it But surely it's uh, a legitimate uh, question Well if you can't handle The pressure You're done for this season Okay let's check in On the teaser Mm. Thank you Gary and Newton Mearns Not including Current old firm players Can you name the last Nine players To score in the derby And have played For another Scottish club You've got You're doing pretty well actually Chris Commons Kyle Lafferty Stephen Naismith Stokes no.
3: Oh Stevie Thompson?
1: Nope mm. Uh Kevin Thompson? Oh, nope. Lee Griffith No, he's still there remember Oh Yeah, I no, know, I know. Um, um I mean, you're saying this going back to two thousand Uh the eleven twelve season. It's
3: has got to be a centre half in there, some Hugh surely. Um but the the Lee Manis? Uh, Charlie
1: Mulgrew mm-hmm. Yes, well done, Hugh Evans. Chris Commons, Charlie McGrew, Kyle Lafty, Stephen Naismith That's four of nine. I'll give you some thinking time, and we'll get the answers next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard
0: with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. They play to win every time. Talk to Thompsons.com.
1: Hugh Keevans is here, Alex Ray is alongside him And they're into the final part of tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard We're looking back on yesterday's game at Ibrox We're looking back on an action-packed weekend And it's transfer deadline day, Hugh Keevans We would love it to be a a bit more frantic Because it's it's exciting But with four hours to go uh, Greg Taylor's been pictured outside Celtic Park Ryan Kent is closing in on a move to Rangers A permanent move And there's lots of other uh, interesting pieces of business as well
2: well, and remember there's another transfer window to come before all of this is over, but this is the the race to the end here for Celtic and Rangers. Uh they're obviously prepared Rangers to throw everything at it. Uh Celtic have uh, belatedly got their business correct and they brought in very good players. El Yunesi and uh Greg Taylor will be very interesting additions. What happened yesterday Uh, Bodes well for all of those at the back Bauer included
1: Uh, So We're off and running Alec Coming up here and playing in this environment Pressure filled anyway Alec But uh, it'll be interesting to see how Ryan Jack eh, Ryan Jack Ryan Ryan Kent Kent handles it A, A full summer With the expectation that Has just ramped up on the guy He comes on a massive transfer fee as well Um you know, there's a lot of expectation on his shoulder
3: Absolutely Gordon But I think the one key thing for him Is he's getting back playing football Because it looked as if it was a really frustrating summer for him He was desperate to get out and play And I think Rangers was his number one choice It's a different proposition Because as you say You're coming up here as the second biggest signing oh. in, in Rangers history But he's, he's familiar with the surroundings And I think if you look back to when he started He really grew into the position And, he, and, and he's, I think he's only 21 So there's still a lot of development and maturity there
1: Twitter's got your back Hugh Well some of it uh, It says To stick up for Hugh God forbid This is Gary a Celtic fan He says Aww. he's been spot on Regarding the Celtic defence They were shaky They've settled in And now they look formidable Form changes Players adapt and improve He's saying what thousands Of other Celtic fans were saying Hashtag justice for Nokia Correct And the, the the main objection I had Is that someone's telling you What you think
2: I know what I think And I know why I think it And I frequently put my hands up And say Do you know what what I thought was completely wrong and I'll be the first always to put my hand up and say I was totally wrong and I was totally wrong about Sunday but I don't go and give a prediction on any football match here based on... I hope that happens
1: Will you be right or wrong On the teaser though? That is the next question Because not including Current old firm players Can you name the last nine To score in the derby And have played for another Scottish club? Now George sent the question in We said loans don't count Which kind of means That Chris Commons Shouldn't have been in there But we'll just leave him Right? So we're looking for nine Chris Commons Charlie McGrew Kyle Lafferty Stephen Naismith You've got four Kenny Miller Yes Well done That was the most recent one Yes I'll give you a slight nudge Slight in the the right direction You're looking for one Celtic, three Rangers The one Celtic is a lot easier than either of the Than any of the three Rangers ones
3: So, so the Rangers ones must have been ooh, I'm struggling um, What
1: about the Celtic one then? So not as far back A fairly... Good player for Celtic, so not, not, no real surprise that he, he would have scored in this fixture. He's not there anymore. So, what sort of relatively high profile departures have we had? Last... Five years. Oh, yeah. Or... And has played for another Scottish team, which might give you a clue about his nationality. Okay, I'll leave it with mm. you. Michael is in Greenock. Hi, Michael.
14: Hi, Gordon. Hello, Alex Hi. Hello, Hello. I know. Uh I would just like to talk about the game yesterday. I said, young, young ball and goalie. I think he came of age yesterday, sure. I heard you saying that yesterday on the radio. Yeah. And I really think because everybody was really on that young boy's back, and that game could have made a up, made her broke that boy, and I think it made him yesterday. And big Julian, there was a caller on speaking to you earlier on, Sue Stewart. He said he was a wee bit like Paul Elliott. Uh huh. Well, I think it was like Paul Elliott and Bobo Baldy rolled into one. Because if he plays like that the rest of the season, that £7 million is a great signing.
2: Well,
14: uh, and then, and then, can I just finish? Uh-huh. Uh, Big Edward, he's as good as Dembele. I've never seen a boy can hold a ball up so much in all my life. And then the way he brings in other players into the game, and know the boys that play behind him, like McGregor, Forrest. I know Forrest wasn't in the game much yesterday, but... What do you think?
2: What do you think about that, boys? Unfortunately, the way the world works, and I said earlier on in the program that uh, um, Edward will go for Kieran Tierney size money one day, uh, and that's the problem. You know, you you bring them in, uh, they blossom, they mature, and uh, then eventually they are taken from you in return for a small fortune. Uh, but that's the way it works. So yeah, he's he's getting better and better, Watson Edward. Uh, I said at the time. When Julienne was signed The marquee signing And then got all sorts of bother for saying that Doesn't sound like something that would happen to you No But uh, You know I said at the time You have to think You're getting quality for 7 million pounds I, I know That we in Scotland Are not able to To spend 50 million pounds On a single player The way they can down south But For a Scottish club To think Well he's worth 7 million pounds of our money you have to think he's getting quality, and it's taken a while for that quality to emerge. But yesterday, he looked like a top-class defender, potentially. Now, you know, before comparing him to um, to Paul Elliott or to Bobo Baldi or to anybody else, he looked really good yesterday. I did describe it as his coming of age. Now he has to.
1: Oh, on, one, yeah, yeah. It has to do it on a consistent basis. When you when you mentioned that coming of age who was it is part of that seeing a guy who's been questioned in the so-called smaller fixtures actually rise to the occasion and have his best game. Yeah. In 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 the biggest fixture because sometimes it's the other way around, isn't it? You, you see guys and they do okay, but when it comes to that test, that intensity, that arena, that's when they shrink. But actually oh. for him and, and for Paul and goal you could say it was the other way around. It's an inter- interesting point that you make because Celtics next game in the league
2: Is Hamilton Aches at that dreadful park. Lovely club, dreadful pitch. Uh, And he'll have to do it there as well because there's nothing to be gained by going to Hamilton Aches and undoing all the good work that he did at Ibrooks. You have to go to Hamilton Aches, there's a gulf between the two sides, and Julienne and the rest have to demonstrate that gulf. So, he looks a really good player He now has to do it on a consistent level But if you can do it at Ibrooks, In that atmosphere yesterday With that amount of pressure on your shoulders You can do it in any other Scottish ground.
1: Michael it looks like you'll be the final caller So leave us with your thoughts on the transfer window If you don't mind We've got 4 hours and 8 minutes left
2: I'm going to ask Alex
14: I said, ask If Alex could answer that's a big signing for Rangers Alex Whereabouts did they get 7 million free to buy Humphrey
3: Well I, I was actually saying to Hugh to uh, Earlier on the show uh, It doesn't necessarily mean that you're paying 7 million pounds up front You know you may put a couple of million pounds down down payment now And then pay it uh, annually And then you have the, the money between 7 and 10 million pounds For the Europa League uh, group stages So th- there is money there from that aspect But I take your point on board That is a substantial uh, backing Of Steven Gerrard When you can, you take uh, The other signings Hellander And the other guys That went for a few quid So you know It's uh, very much been back Steven Gerrard You know And he has to deliver
1: And you kind of have to get it right For that money Hugh, Don't oh, yeah. you In, in our, in our uh, market
2: You know Rangers can balance the books By using the Europa League money But it's a big statement Of intent from Rangers Because everyone knows They're not yet A sustainable business model But my goodness, they want this title this season.
1: Thank you, Michael. Let's get back to the teaser. You really need to, to get some uh some we, we success, some some movement, right? What about this Celtic one? Come on. Only a couple of years ago he's Scottish, he's now no longer at Celtic. He was a he was a decent player for Celtic, so he he went on to a good level. Is he still Tommy here? Donald? No, no. Much more recently than that. Is he still here? No, he's down south. <laughs>
3: uh Armstrong, yes.
1: Ah. See Stuart Armstrong. Right, these three Rangers ones are very tough. Very, very Uh, tough. Um, Okay, I'll take the other Scottish club one of them played for. Right. Hearts.
3: Hearts. Um, So Luskas? No. Um, Lee Wallace? Lee Wallace. Well
1: done. Now the other two. Oh, oh, that's (laughs) brutal. Uh, He played for Aberdeen? Right. Played for various clubs Down south as well The like Hull for instance It's no Windass is it? No uh, But further back Hull Payton?
3: No I use it to... mm.
1: Will put you out your misery?
3: No initials S uh, 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 uh,
1: A Sonny Aloko Sonny Aloko Well done yes. And the last one Hugh you've shared a studio With this guy a few oh. times He's a northern Irishman Oh And hello a little Handy a little Yeah Well done We got and there we we in the end Thank in. you yes. Hugh and Alex Four hours left To the transfer window Join us on tomorrow's show For all the latest And all your reaction And you can stay where you are Because Callum Gallagher Is up next
0: Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Compensation
8: you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com.